Welcome to the Once Upon an Island podcast. I am your host, Wesley. And of course, I am joined by my lovely co-host, Mary. And today we're talking about Survivor 45, episode 12, the penultimate episode, the emotional episode. It was an emotional episode. Yes. There was a lot of emotions. We had love. We had anger. We had insecurities. Backstabbing. We even had an emotional backstory from Austin, the last person we were waiting on. Oh, yeah, that's true. The only person we were waiting on. We're like, when is he going to get one? Mm-hmm. It was this episode. But Mary, Katura had one last week. And everyone's like, does that mean she's gone this week? She was not. She so did not go. She wasn't even on the block. Thankfully, they about her. yeah, that editing trick was a lie. Yeah. It was a short-term. misdirection. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was a short-term editing trick. Because this, well, the, the, I mean, unless Austin ends up in the final three, though, he does have to go next week. Because three pe- or two people have to go next week out of the five. So Katura and Austin. Oh, is that what it, we just got delayed a week? We just got delayed. Katura and Austin go. So that means D, Jake, and Julie are the final three. I could see that. I could see that too. Because Jake has done nothing to be viewed as a threat. Even tonight when right. he was like getting diabolical, it was like, all right. But it was already going that way anyways. He just didn't know. Yes. And yeah. I don't think the jury's going to see that, unfortunately. Uh-huh. Well, let's do it. I want to heads up. Well, let's just start this podcast with news for tomorrow. Tomorrow, Mary, myself, and Rebecca, we're, all, we're going to join forces, become the, not the Avengers, but we are combining all of our powers to do the, the winter Tri-Force. analysis tomorrow. The Triforce. Yeah, we're going to pull <laughs> Zelda. Uh, we're going to become the Triforce of power tomorrow and do the winter analysis. We're also going to rank the new era seasons. Mm-hmm. So comment below what your rankings are for the new era seasons, 41 through 45. And I know we don't know the winner yet, so... 45 is a little tentative. I get that. But we're going to do that tomorrow on top of ranking every winner and figuring out, are we being Gablered or is it really, is is it obviously D? Well, see if it, I think the only other option is Jake and I don't think Jake, I don't think, well, Jake or Austin kind of, but either one of those wouldn't really be a Gabler. Even if Julie won, I think the only person, if Katura won, then it'd be a Gabler. That'd be a Gabler. That'd be yeah. a Gabler. Well, yeah. we'll talk about that. We got a little winner analysis today. We're going to go full in depth tomorrow with Rebecca. So look forward to that. But all right, let's start. So we start the episode off and I feel like previously on Survivor was a mixture of things we saw and a mixture of things of like, what? I never saw this that yeah. I recall. This is the first time that I think a previously on Survivor shown footage that wasn't in last week's episode. That as far as, yeah, again, as far as we can recall, because we definitely see D telling Julie, oh, act, you know, play your idol and we're going to act like we don't like each other. And, you know, and I understand why they didn't show that because then it would have been obvious that Julie wasn't going home. Mm-hmm. And they always want you to be a little ambiguous about who's going home. But I don't know. I just thought it was interesting that they decided to show that in the last time on Survivor yeah. section. Yeah. So interesting. Because in past seasons, we have seen footage in previously on Survivor that they didn't show, but they never reveal new information, right. which I think is what we're more like, huh? Yeah. We found out D orchestrated the blind side through the last time. It's right. I mean, they did get into it in the episode, but right. It was, it was fairly obvious, but, but yes, that one clip surprised both of us a yeah. little bit. Mm-hmm. Previously in Survivor, usually it's just like with the way we're doing this, like I can kind of glaze over it. Right. But this is the information that is playing while you finish your last piece of pizza and yeah. you have some more pop before yeah. you sit down. Oops. I missed the first minute. No, I'm glad nothing happened, you know, <laughs> right. But no, apparently not. You can't miss a single second. Not Don't miss a second. Not in this new era. No, not in the new era. The game moves too fast. <laughs> we don't have time. All right. So, yeah, we learned D orchestrated the Emily vote off, which I feel like is just more 
fueled I mean, to we the fire. Knew that, but yes. Yeah, but I mean, mm-hmm. like we saw yes. it happen. Mm-hmm. But we get back to camp and Dee has to put on her best acting face, her best Julia Roberts. I honestly think she did a good job. Yeah. Like there's sometimes <laughs> people are acting on Survivor. I mean, it happens all the time. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, okay, I can tell. And it should have been that everyone should have known because Dee and Julia have been so tight this whole game. Sure. And how else would Julie know? Like literally who else would have told her except for Dee? Yeah, the group's so small. Mm-hmm. So unless she just, you know, secretly did a Tony cave and overheard them talking yeah. at some point, you know, Dee is the obvious leak. But it seems like everyone believes her. Austin believes her. Drew believes her. Everybody seems to believe her little act. That she I think on. what Dee did here was... For the for a long stretch in the beginning here, as they come back to camp, she keeps her mouth shut. Yes. It's easier to act when you don't talk. That is true. Yeah. When you're not mm-hmm. trying to over explain yourself. Uh, but she does. She just says, I don't I have no idea. I don't know how she knew. And everybody's like, okay. I mean, Austin's like in lust with her. So he's more willing to buy whatever she says. It's Drew who I'm surprised didn't mm-hmm. figure out that D must have been the leak. But I guess they're just like, okay, Julie must have sent something was up and played it. I think it's that must have been the conclusion they came to. Right. Well, that's what D- Drew basically said on the beach was, you know, we're all, I guess, bad actors because we couldn't convince Julie mm-hmm. that we were not voting for her. So, you know, it, it while D is acting. Right. Funny. Right. That yeah. was really funny. So he's blaming himself uh, as he does frequently, I think, as part of his insecurities for things going wrong that really weren't his fault at all. So poor Drew. Um, yeah, we have the the juxtaposition of of Drew being like, we can't act. We're terrible as Dee is lying to mm-hmm. him and acting and pulling it off. So <laughs> there was a couple of times it was it felt a bit over the top, like uh, I think today. Well, it was yeah when when Austin asked who she was voting for. That was the only time I'm like, OK, tone it down just a bit. But I understand. I mean, she did a way better job than I would have, I'm sure. Yeah, I think, though, uh, Dee did a great job. She also has. She just has the right people, because if Tony was in the season, he would not have bought this. Mm. But Tony's such an outlier, you know? Yeah. With most normal Survivor players, I think Dee would have gotten away with what she did tonight. Right. Well, yes, it definitely helps that Austin is in love with her. And I guess that Drew has self-confidence issues because you can get away with a lot. If this was a second time season, returnee season, I don't think this move, she gets away with it Mm -hmm. at this point in the game. Yeah. Yeah. People are would be more savvy playing their second time. Also, the people being asked back generally are more savvy players, unless they're cast solely as characters like Coach used to be. Mm-hmm. You know, so. Uh, anyways, that was good. Great job by D. She multiple times tonight says stuff like "You got to keep this information to yourself. You don't tell other people. Mm-hmm. You know, nothing. Basically, mm-hmm. you don't tell them nothing." And we don't see her telling people. Yeah. Things, which is good. Good on her. Then we had another awkward mo- moment when Julie runs up and like gives them all hugs uh-huh. on the beach. What was Julie's? What's her move here? Because she, she knows only D is on her side. So why is she, why does she do this? Well, I think this is a, a release of adrenaline and nerves and everything. Like she's super ecstatic that she's still there. She's super mad that Drew and Austin turned on her because she knows D didn't. So like, what do you do with all of these emotions? She's just kind of like being crazy, like. I don't I I would probably withdraw and not want to talk to anyone, but you you can't do that. And Julie is. She's trying to deal with it the best 
that she can, I think. And so, you know, she's trying to be kind of lighthearted, like, man, what happened to us, guys? I thought we were all good, like joking, but still serious at the same time. Mm -hmm. So she was just trying to process and talk through stuff with people who just hurt her. I know. I get it. Well, Drew, though. He's like, she's uninvited. (laughs) She's like the ex-girlfriend. I have no interest in her. Mm -hmm. And all I could think, number one, Mary and I were on board. It's either Julie or Drew tonight. Yes. Like coming into this episode. And I think we all felt this coming out of last episode. Mm -hmm. It was Drew or Julie tonight. So Mm -hmm. when we're witnessing this, we're like, well, if Drew wins this battle, at least this is how I felt. If Drew wins this Julie versus Drew battle and Drew somehow reached final three, this is the kind of stuff that. Like she's if she's going on the jury, right? Drew wants her on the jury, right? You want her to vote for you, mm-hmm. so you know, not great, not great, <laughs> not great at all, not great jury management. No, and he does. I mean, he tries. Like they have a conversation later, which I'm sure we'll get to, just about. Oh yeah, we I see a way forward for us, and yada yada yada. Mm-hmm. And he really he doesn't do a terrible job, but like you can just tell, you can just see it. That he's lying and he's, he's like not happy about the laughing situation. through the nervousness kind of conversations we had, had yes. with Julie there on the beach. Yes. I thought we were going to get the throwing pot there. You know, the pot they threw. Oh, yeah. No. That they showed in the next time That not being a big deal. Yeah. Like we said. Well, I mean, it, it, it's no, it's not a big deal the way we were hoping, but I do think it affects. Oh, uh, his mood definitely affected the game. affected the game that and we can talk. About okay. That when yeah. We I was like, I think, it, but. When he's wasting time throwing the pot. But anyway, so I want to point out, this is something I realized during the commercial break as you and I were talking. Mm-hmm. Kelly and J. Maya essentially saved Julie in this game. And here's why. By them taking the amulets and forcing Austin to have an amulet that mm-hmm. became an idol because they both got voted off. Austin felt like he could give Julie an idol. Mm. Had Austin only had the idol and the sandwich in his stomach, though it would have been defecated by now, if not you know, consumed his calories, however that works. You know, I'm not a scientist. You know, <laughs> I don't know nothing like that. I'm just here talking about Survivor. Uh-huh. Point being is if, if Austin had the sandwich in the idol, not two idols, he would never have given Julie the idol and Julie would have been voted off at the last yes. rival. Though D may not have made the same move, but I'm saying the votes may not have been there for D right. to do anything about. They probably did because it made... Austin feels safe because he had two idols, so he was able to give one away. So Julie needs to thank Kelly and J. Meyer for being selfish <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> because that's the reason that she's even in this game right now. It's true. She should have been voted off mm. last week, but Kelly and J. Meyer saved her. Fair point. Again, Austin was right. Should have, should have had the sandwiches. Should have. You know sandwiches. what? Because the sa- if Austin had the sandwich, Julie would have gone last week, which is what he wanted. And then mm-hmm. this week, who would have been voted off? Not Drew, probably. Because yeah, probably Jake. Mm-hmm. I would assume. See. Yeah. Austin was right for himself. The sandwiches <laughs> was the way to go. It it's, all comes back to the sandwiches. Yes. Full circle. <laughs> yes. Time is a flat circle. <laughs> so a survivor and it all comes back to the sandwiches. All right. So I, I just want to point that out because it's like, you know, it's funny when you like watch these seasons and you think back and you're like, huh, this move that seems so innocuous at the time. Yes. Is much bigger than I thought, especially mm-hmm. on returnee seasons where I start tying back to past seasons. But mm-hmm. here it's just like. Wow, like that one little simple thing is like a little butterfly effect this yes. late in the game. Mm-hmm. The sandwiches are amulet. They weren't thinking about, is this going to save Julie? Mm-hmm. They're thinking, I want amulet. Right. Austin was thinking, I'm hungry. Right. Little did he know, <laughs> he should have pushed for being hungry. Right. Anyways, uh, Katura goes out and looks for an idol. And I thought, Katura's getting an idol. Because we get like, but we get like three idol hunts tonight. Yes, we did get several. She looks well, for an idol and Austin catches her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And... <laughs> 
At first, she is really shady about it and just like, oh, I always get lost. Oh, yeah. What are you guys doing out here? Bad yeah. lie. Have your lie prepared before you go idle hunting. <laughs> or just don't lie because I don't think. Or just don't lie because that's what she ended up just saying was like, oh, yeah, I just don't want Julie to get it because that would be really bad for everyone. Which, again, obvious. Okay. Like, you want the idol for yourself. At this yeah. point in the game, I feel like what's the they were like, do you like, oh, we're going to say we caught you. But it's like. Eh, I mean, who's going to blame Katara for looking for right. the idol at final six when there's four Reva? They really shouldn't. Like, that's like a, a novice move on day one early in the game to yeah. be doing that because. Or if she was in the power alliance and she was hiding from her power alliance. Sure. But when Katara's on the bottom, it's like, okay, like. Yeah, it's not really a big uh, deal. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I don't think she has anything to be afraid of even still. So. Yeah, she wasn't even brought up tonight. No. Her nor Jake. Nope. It was really Drew versus it's Julie. It's Reba battle. Yeah, a Reba battle. Julie asks Drew about the final four deal. Drew lies. We kind of talked about that. Julie then says I, two separate times that she only trusts D. Mm-hmm. And I think we went to commercial sometime after this. I'm like, Mary, she's the, she needs to slap Julie on the jury. Yeah. Put her there now while she still fully trusts you. Mm-hmm. Don't break your trust with her. Right. I mean, you know, get her voted off, but... <laughs> be like oh no we lost the three to two vote and you got voted off julie i'm so sorry right you know that kind of thing like oh man we just didn't have the numbers i'm so sorry you got voted off mm-hmm. it wasn't my fault mm-hmm. you know where she knew the whole time mm-hmm. or well it'd be harder if you put a beater in fire i guess somebody else had to put you there anyways my point is i think julie's a locked vote for dfd reaches the end I and agree. julie's not there yeah i agree so d should be thinking about how to get julie <laughs> To the jury without getting blood D on her hands. D is playing so smart because even tonight, Austin, I, and I don't have all this in exact order. I mean, I do, but like I, I'm thinking about this out of order. Austin tells her tonight, like, you know, you're my final three. You're my final three. D does not reciprocate that. Mm-hmm. I don't remember her reciprocating. That. It didn't show her reciprocating. Yeah. No. So if she did say you're my final three as well, we didn't see it. And I feel like they would have left that in if she. If she said, it. I feel like she, they would have left that in unless she rerouted the conversation without him noticing. Right. Unless they cut it out because she doesn't have him in the final three and it looks bad on her later. But but she's not going to say that to his face. No. That's what I'm saying. If she said it, they would have left it in. I don't think she said it to his face. She's lied to them about so many other things. I don't see why this would be any different. Are we going to have a lover's quarrel next week? Because Quarrel. Whatever the word is. Quarrel. 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 (laughs) We have a lover's squirrel next week, you know, because of Austin was blindsided tonight by his own lover, Mm -hmm. his own hand holder. Mm hmm. They ha- they spent time on the spit eating food. I am sure that they will. There will be a discussion. Yes. Yeah. She's like, I had to do it. Drew wanted to blindside you. Mm. Something. I don't know if she'll say I that. Don't know. But I don't have a it. choice. The numbers were there. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like Austin's so chill that she could get away with. This. I'm sure she will. This I'm is sure the right she's going to say the truth, which is Drew was a big threat. He wanted mm-hmm. to take Julie out. So what's next? Is he going to take me out? I didn't trust him. Whatever. And yeah. I couldn't tell you because I knew you were tight. Austin's going to be chill enough. Something to... pretty close to the truth is what she's going to have to say for this. Yeah. And D also tonight says you can't tell everyone when you orchestrated the blind side. Mm, yeah, that was important. And that was before Drew went out mm-hmm. after Emily. But it was almost like a shot. If you think about it, just like one episode earlier, we were talking about Emily. You can't tell everyone you did that to Bruce. Right. Can't do that. That's mm-hmm. not good. And then right. D today is like. Saying exactly what we were saying last week about Emily. Yeah. Yes. She was saying how she orchestrated the the vote out for Emily, basically, yeah. and saving Julie. And she she didn't want anyone to know. She didn't want that target. Yes. 
Especially I'm, when she's acting like she didn't even know that was going right. to happen. I'm sure that she will reveal that in final tribal. Mm-hmm. And that, that's something you, re- that is the time and place to reveal. Well, also, like if that. she slaps Julie to the jury, like she should, mm-hmm. just slaps her over. There's a good old hard slap to the jury. Julie can tell people, or when she reveals the truth at final tribal, Julie can be like, yes, this Confirm is true. Me. Whereas if Julie's sitting next to her in the final three, what motivation does Julie have to be like, yeah, D was the mastermind of this right. plan. Mm-hmm. She has no motivation. She's gonna be like, no, I did it. I, I took the risk. I, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's why you got to get Julie on the jury. She's right. gonna be an advocate for you. Right. Which is so hard. So at this point, what, what I'm advocating is uh, to take, I guess, Jake Couture to final three for D if she wants to have an, I feel like that's the easiest win. Yes. And it's just like, that's so weird to like, yeah, take two Bellas with you. Cause mm-hmm. I don't think those Bellas will get, I mean, will Bruce vote for D over Jake and Katara? Cause Katara hates Bruce. I don't know if you knew that, by the way, mm-hmm. Katara hates, she hates him. And you know, he never like Jake and him just like never really, would he, I mean, is that crazy? I think he might vote for D over those two. I don't know. He might, but we know for sure that Julie would, or Julie would vote for D. Austin would vote for D. Mm-hmm. Pretty sure Kelly and Kendra would vote for D at Why this not? point because they've been like super excited when she walked in with the necklace tonight. Mm-hmm. They were like, "Oh, that's so cool! I'm glad she got it." It you was know? a big reaction. Yeah, it was a big reaction. So I definitely can see her getting the majority of the vote at the end for sure. Well, well, well. Do you have anything else before the reward challenge? Um, I do not think so. Tell no. us all about the reward challenge, Mary. So in the reward challenge, you are standing on a platform in the ocean. Then you race towards this obstacle course, I guess. Not, you stand on a barrel and you use ropes to guide you through the course mm-hmm. to get three keys. And then you use the keys to unlock a slide puzzle. And the reward is to go on a picnic on a sand spit in the ocean by helicopter. But that was, I mean, the, the, the fact that he said we're going somewhere that wasn't the sanctuary blew my mind. Yes. But I will point out that I'm 99% sure this is the same sand spit where they started Winners at War at, where they had all the winners come, and they're standing there, and they're a huge line of people, and then they have their first initial challenge. I think this is the same sand spit, just for those who like to be like, oh, is this the location we've been to? Yes. Winners at no War. Idea. That's okay. I'm telling those who remember the beginning of Winners at War, this is the sand spit they started on. I'm pretty I'm, sure. I'm glad they brought a helicopter right back. But I'll be on, and I'm glad they didn't go to the sanctuary again. Um, but I was honestly just a little underwhelmed with the sand spit. Yeah, there was no like. I'm shade sure or it was anything. cool to yeah. see, but it wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't like having a picnic on the side of the volcano like they do in. Just like we got the helicopter for the day. All right, right. that's all we got. <laughs> Surely there was a more picturesque location. I don't know. I could be wrong. Our helicopter can get shots. Our drone can't. So we had to get the helicopter <laughs> in for the day. You guys can borrow the helicopter. All right, there you go. Uh, I agree with you. It wasn't like. But it was cool. It was a different location, I guess. So yes. I'm not going to complain Glad about it. Glad it wasn't the sanctuary. Yeah. I remember when they used to do rewards and they would get like a bed and mm-hmm. like the bed would be in the middle of nowhere. That's almost half what I was expecting. And then Austin and D could, I mean, uh, Austin and D. D- <laughs> yeah, no, Austin and D. Yeah. Almost, <laughs> yeah, Austin and D would be cuddling and Katura could be like, I'm the third wheel in this bed right now. That would be awkward. Because <laughs> they were holding hands hard on this challenge. Oh, we probably should talk about that. So Austin won. Yes, Austin won. He takes D, obvious. Mm-hmm. But then... He picks Katura, which even I was, I mean, I was surprised. Mm-hmm. Katura? Really? I thought he was, was going to take Julie. Well, he said, yeah, that probably would have been better. I'm not quite sure why Katura, except maybe he feels like she's just so such a lone wolf and so random. And maybe he wanted to 
make I her feel wanted. I think Drew wasn't going to work with Julie. Yes. Well, that is what he yeah. did say. He said he knew that Jake and Julie and Drew would never work together. They all hated each other. <laughs> well, and if he left Katara, Jake and Drew, it might have been, well, we're left out. But I feel like by leaving Julie, it was just enough chaos. Yeah. He, made the, he actually made the right move. Whereas had he left. Yeah. If he left Julie with the two bellows, bad move. He leaves Drew with two. But I think leaving both bellows could be two people in his ear. Mm-hmm. But by taking a bellow, it's not two people in his ear, mm-hmm. in Drew's ear. Yeah. He it's wanted one to, at best. He wanted to enjoy the challenge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's not a bad, uh, not a bad choice for him. Although Drew was very disappointed. And we hear. Oh, he's so insecure too. More about how he never gets picked for things. Ever since middle school, he never got picked for anything. Yeah. And you feel so bad for him. Like. I don't know. I feel bad for Drew. Sure. But at the same time, Austin made the right decision Here's for his game. Drew, you can feel bad for Drew, but remember that this isn't his birthday. No one <laughs> owes him a reward. You know, he's not doing dishes out there on his birthday. I made that joke a couple weeks I ago. I know. And I'm bringing it back. Nice. I know. You're, well, welcome. you're welcome. But yeah, anyways, <laughs> it's not his birthday. You know, no one owes him a reward. He doesn't have, he's not out there doing dishes on his birthday. So, you know, I feel kind of bad. But at the same time, it's like, you know, Austin had to make the call he made. If he brought Drew, if he brought Drew and D, he was just asking for trouble back at camp. Yeah, yeah. he was. That's it's and for sure. he's not. He's he, he. His heart races for D. It's beating yeah. faster. She had to go on the on yeah. the on the trip. He, I think the ideal scenario would have been Austin picking Drew and Katura, at least for Drew, obviously. And that way, there's still a balance of people watching Julie, quote unquote. Mm. But. I know. I get it. It's it's I mean, it's not going to injure Austin's game. This is no. not damage Austin's. Game. No, this does, does not damage. This his game. doesn't damage. his game. No, because at the end of the at the end of the day, he still voted with Drew. And mm-hmm. that's what's really going to matter to Drew. Right. If Austin reaches final three, that is putting actions behind your words. As yes, D as D would say. <laughs> She's like, oh, well, you know, when he was just talking, I was like, oh, whatever. But then he took me on the reward and, you know, <laughs> don't trust a man unless he puts action behind the you word. Know, he really put actions behind his words when he told her about Julie, even yeah. though he shouldn't have. That was that was a big action. How many actions do you need, D? <laughs> <laughs> no, that was really cute. Austin does like all this work. She's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Takes her on reward. OK, all right. Well, I guess now I believe him. Does all that strategic work for it? No, no, no. All right. So, yeah. And and Austin's idol made that move happen that she wanted to Austin's idol. That he gave to Julie. True. Another action. Anyways. So. <laughs> he didn't know. Drew has to babysit Julie and Jake. And Julie and Jake immediately break away from Drew. I mean, Drew doesn't. No babysitting. Yeah. This it's, was. This was kind of ironic. Drew's because, throwing a pity party. Yeah. Poor Drew. He got into just such a bad mood. He over did. all of this. And, and Jake's um, like, yeah, but we're on Survivor. <laughs> that was so funny. It's so true, though. I mean, like. Drew is being a glass half to empty viewpoint at this point you know and jake's jake's on the bottom you know jake should technically be the one pouting and complaining because his life is you know Mm -hmm. over no one ever takes him on anything right nobody takes him on anything he he get well he got chosen for reward once didn't he i don't remember i don't remember either (laughs) but or won a reward whatever he may have won a reward right it's been a long time but drew i think drew thinks this is funny or not Drew. Sorry. I think Jake, Jake thinks yeah. it's funny that Drew is all like moping. Oh, life's over. Right. But instead of moping, Jake is out there looking for idols and work, trying to work with Julie and get something yeah. going, you know? So poor Drew, you know, he's got to scrape for an hour to get the rice off the bottom of the pot. But Jake 
he's the half glass full. And I like this because yes. you and I, you know, we'll go somewhere and it's like, this should be more fun than it is. But we're like too, we're like Drew. We're too focused on the not fun things. Mm-hmm. We're like, oh, why isn't, but it's like, hey, we're at this cool place. Like we should focus on that instead of. Usually I am the glass half empty and you're the glass half full. Well, sure. I try to be, but sometimes I'm the glass half empty. Yeah. Usually know. we're always opposite. Whatever, whenever. Yeah. You're positive. I'm negative. Well, if someone's feeling away, sure. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're rarely both glass half empty at the same time. Right. Yeah. And we do have our glass half full moments too when we're on the same page. I'm always nice. glass half full. Anyways. Always. Always. <laughs> Anyways. You no, always not have, always. You always have a little hip in your hop. Yeah, as Jeff says during <laughs> his casting announcement tonight. Thank you for bringing that up. <laughs> uh. Anyways, so Jake's all happy. Uh, he's like, no, nah, I'm the cool babysitter, Julie. Go for it, man. Yeah, go look around. <laughs> yeah, they both look for idols. Drew catches them. Whatever. I mean, whatever. Yeah, it's not a big deal. Honestly, he- who cares if anyone's looking for an idol at this point? Like, right. Everyone's target, I feel like, is, is about equal, with the exception of D. Like, your mm-hmm. target's not going to change at all if you're Katara and you get caught. You're not going to change at all if you're Jake and you get caught. Mm-hmm. I know Jake was looking and he didn't get caught, but even Jake was caught whatever right you know play your idol i guess right exactly like, what's the target here you mm-hmm. know austin f- finds like i don't know it, it, being caught looking at this point in the game with this group of people what's the no one's getting targeted right. i think d would be the only one she really is trying to stay under the radar completely right. as hard as she can so is uh, she well yeah. yes jake I, though yes. goes out and looks for the idol can you explain <laughs> how this goes because you were busting up laughing i was laughing so you were busting hard. up <laughs> So the idol, um, he finds the clue to the idol in the woods somewhere on the path, whatever. And then it says the idol itself is hidden in the bamboo of the raft. So he tells everyone he's going to go change, goes down to the raft, strips down to his underwear. And then in his confessional, he's like, yeah, I was, I can't do his voice though. So it's not as funny. Yeah. But- uh, so like I got down to my underwear. I don't know. Sometimes I can do it. I can't really do it. You're much better than me. Well, cause I'm a guy. You can do the boss next that much better. Oh, Anyways, okay. so he's down in his underwear. And he's like, "Yeah, I was kind of giving everybody expect, a show." I sound like Jake. All right. Yes, yeah. and you sound like Jake. Yeah, because I'm a guy, and we're both guys. Yes. I want you to do D. No, I can't do oh, D. Okay. I can't do accents. All right, fair enough. I can't really go ahead. Sorry, I interrupted. Yes. Yes. Jake's so, looking. Jake's looking in his underwear, and I, what I was laughing about was that he was like, "Yeah, I've, I've done this before because you know I I was in a play where I was in." In my underwear in front of a bunch of people, so you know I'm kind of used to it or Mary whatever. Is busting up laughing. <laughs> it's not so hard <laughs> because then he like he's doing his little joke and then he just pauses. He's like, so anyways, and like mm-hmm. get back to the story. I don't know. I thought it was so funny. Mary was busting. Up. I was laughing. So this was super inventive by production. By it the was. Way. It was pretty good. What you know? What it's probably a good thing that they took a helicopter out the sand spit because if they took this raft. What if that thing popped out? What? what? <laughs> the <laughs> popped pop. out the rat. What is this? <laughs> it looked very well fitted. He well, had to like really pull on it. To I get assume it off. that empty space has been there the whole season. You know, the, I'm sure no idol was in there, but that empty, sp- like that cap, yeah, that off, capsule, that thing. thing's probably been there the whole season. Nobody knew. Mm-hmm. I don't know if this was the original Reba raft. I don't know if all three rafts for each tribe had this. Like cap just thing. in case, yeah. You know, I'd be very curious. For some reason, I thought they built their own rafts, but I guess not. They used to, but I think there's been, I think in Fiji, part of the thing is not having to constantly oh, cut keep down. cutting everything yeah. down. It mm-hmm. doesn't have enough time to regrow. It's just my guess. Right. That makes Probably sense. Probably more of it. So it's like, 
the raft's not important. Building your shelter is. Right. But the raft is not. Mm-hmm. And even the shelter, I'm pretty sure they reuse bamboo. I'm pretty sure they tear down all the stuff at the end of the season and they throw it all out into the woods and that's how they find bamboo. Mm. I am just guessing though. You could based be right. on watching excessive amounts of Survivor yeah. and reading into and listening to interviews and stuff. Right. So anyways. I could be wrong. The only other thing in regards to him finding the idol is I'm I'm proud of him. He has the right perspective. He says he needs to play this idol and do more than just save himself, which is important. Yeah. He, he at this point in the game, he's got to make moves that'll get him recognized by the jury. Um so little does he know though that D is five steps ahead. Yeah. yeah. Unfortunately, he's just, it's just, it's like he's always a step behind. He's Charlie Brown. He's Owen. He is. He's Owen for 43. He is. And it's so sad because I think he actually is a really good p- player. Oh, one thing we did skip over was, I mean, we talked about it very briefly, but. Before the immunity challenge? Yes. Before okay. the immunity challenge was that Austin sob story, which was. What? No, is that how it happened? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It, right. did, it happened on the reward because I, Austin was like, I can't believe D likes me. She's so cool. And we're like, what? You're you're so cool. Yeah. Like, I don't understand. But then he gives us his emotion. I wouldn't call this a sob story, but it was an emotional. It has backstory. the pictures. You know, I I don't know. You I don't, said if it had the pictures, yes, it was a sob story. I'm saying that sometimes they're called sob stories depending on what they're about. No, this is the emotional backstory we're looking for. I'm trying to I'm saying phrasing wise. No, no, no. This is you're correct. I know what you're saying. You are correct. I'm saying I can't call them all sob stories because they're not all so, like Emily's wasn't a sob story. It's an emotional backstory. It's the same thing. It qualifies just yes. the same. And usually saying, I'm the one clarifying that. Yeah. It's yeah. Not I think, I think, but I think this one falls you, into the Emily emotional backstory. Not. Oh, I used like Jake used to be fat. Austin just hit puberty. You know what I mean? It's a little yeah. different. Austin. This is almost the Xander backstory. Uh, it. I definitely. It was more than almost. that. He was a little chubby. He didn't talk about that, but he had braces. He yeah. did have bad acne. Mm-hmm. He did like kind of look like he was an unpopular kid in high school. Sure. And sometimes that just happens. I mean, look at look at Neville Longbottom. Oh, Mary bringing Harry up Harry Potter, Potter over here. <laughs> Something happens to, to kids after they get oh, out of high school. You mean sometimes the actor, the actor, yeah. the actor for Neville became yes. really hot after yes. the movies. Yeah, I gotcha. Uh, so yes, this is not quite the Xander one. Because the Xander one was. He nothing ever really went wrong. He was just a little chubby before he hit puberty and then he hit puberty and he got awesome. Yes, that was whereas Austin's was like legit. Like he actually had to become an adult and he doesn't even fully realize. Right. He how hot he is. Because I said, Mary, is Austin hot? And she said, uh, yeah. And I was like, oh, OK. I didn't know he's that hot. Although like that, that shouldn't be a question. I don't <laughs> I think didn't you know. should recognize that. I should recognize <laughs> that. All right. But he feels more confident now because of Survivor and because of D liking him. Mm-hmm. So I wonder how his confidence is going to be. I'm going to ask Rebecca tomorrow this. if I remember how, how hot Austin, Austin is. is. Okay. And I'm going to hear if I get a uh, yeah from her too. Okay. We'll see how obvious it is. It's pretty Watch everyone comment obvious. and be like, oh, no, Austin's smoking. <laughs> D is getting lucky because it sounded like he's like, oh, I'm so lucky to have D. And I'm like, is is Austin hotter than D? Or are they equal? I don't know. You know how they're like, there's like a people think there's like a rule of thumb. Like, you know, if one person's super hot. They're pretty close. Uh, are they pretty close? I would okay. say, in my opinion. But anyway, so moving on. I think that was everything before the immunity challenge. Well, well, well. We get an emotional backstory from Austin. So now, at this point, everyone has one, whether it's in the show or in a secret scene. However, I don't like that anybody's in a secret scene. I those. Why did Julie and Drew get shoved in a secret scene? Mm-hmm. And people who got voted off already got theirs left in the show. Yeah. I think everyone should have just had theirs in the show if we're going to do it like this. I do, this. too. 
because it's a little I mean when Drew goes tonight it's like duh he can't win we already talked about this right Julie can't win either so if Julie's in the final three we'll have already narrowed it down to the other two people having a chance right you know just based on the edit so anyways tell us all about this immunity challenge which by the way I think both challenges tonight were brand new yes they were he definitely said it was brand new for the immunity challenge they didn't say anything about the reward challenge but it, it looked fairly new it, or it's a an iteration of something we've seen in forever right exactly um so in the immunity challenge you have to put one foot on the end of a hinged beam and there's a ball on the other end and basically you just have to balance the ball until it drops and the ball does have like a little rounded end with like a lip so it's not just sitting there this was rigged for d right no, how they, is this rigged for me? They cast her. They knew about her big toes. Yeah, how is a big toe gonna help you? <laughs> I don't know, but I, but the moment it started, I'm like, oh, Dee's got this. She's got those big toes. I even told <laughs> that to Rebecca. She's like, true. Yeah, <laughs> I sure yes, her big toe helps her to win. I'm sure that's what she said too. What I thought was hilarious was Jeff doing the Jake impersonation right at the beginning of the of the challenge when he asked Jake how he would describe this to his friends. But instead of just asking, he like did Jake's voice and it was pretty funny. Well, 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 I must've missed that. I don't remember it. I'll have to go back and rewatch. <laughs> well, D wins this immunity challenge beating Austin. I will say, uh, over the past month, Paramount plus has gotten extremely better with live streaming. It used to be 10 times an episode. It would like skip or like we would miss whole chunks tonight. It was just during this challenge. Mm-hmm. So while her and Austin were going back and forth, it decided to freeze. Thanks, Paramount. Greatly appreciate it. Mm-hmm. So we didn't catch everything, all the smack talk they were saying, but it sounded like I was like, I was like, for sure, if Austin wins this, he's just going to give his idol to D, right? I mean, D save either way is how I was right. feeling. Or he's just going to drop for D. But I he, would be shocked if he didn't play for D. He didn't, though. No, I'm saying well, if he won immunity. Right. Why? I don't think she was in any danger. Because he loves her. Okay. He needs to propose her with a toe ring at the rate we're going. <laughs> oh my okay. Gosh. Yeah. He can't. There's no normal, normal ring for D. These big toes are winning challenges. They're on the track probably to win a million dollars. You got to buy her a toe ring. Okay. It's the toes. It's the magic formula. None of us knew about. It's an advantage. She has toe steroids. All right. <laughs> Who knew? No one ever thought to check about the steroids on the toes. No, I hadn't. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I got to laugh. We got to move on. All right. She says she is giving. Oh, so D says, I'm giving the men a run for their money, whether they like it or not. Mm-hmm. Well, well, well. Good for D. <laughs> I mean, the season has been, for the most part, playing how the women are smarter than the men. Tonight we saw it. Drew got completely blindsided. Austin got blindsided. Jake thought he was the mastermind. It really was nothing. Yeah. The men are just looking like fools this season. I mean, sure. I Their guess. Women are running circles around them. D it sounds because it's D now specifically. Yes. But it was Emily. D and Emily. Yeah, I guess Emily before. Sure. Mm-hmm. 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 I can I see. I was your hoping point. you with your woman power over there would be able to I tell don't. me why. I don't understand. How are they doing it? I I don't know. I'm not Emily or D. That's true. I would be Julie just along <laughs> the ride, I guess. Mama Mary. Mama yeah. Mary. Mama Mia. All right. So Jake talks to Julie about getting off Drew. He's like, he's like, well, I think they're all targeting you. So do you want to make a move? Which is like the most obvious way to get a yes. Right. Yeah. Like obviously he knew that. So he's like, all right, so I got a plan. He, she's like, we can get three votes. And she's like, well, I can tell D we get four. He's like, no, no, no. Can't do that. Cause he wants to make 
She didn't say that. He wants to force a flip again. Katura said that. Well, no, Julie said I could tell D and he said no. And then he talks to Katura and she says I could tell D and he says no. I mean, in a way, he told both of them said we could get D. I think I could get D on board. And both women, he said no, no, no. Because Jake wants to make a move and he's forcing it to be a move. Yes. But it doesn't happen being a move. Go ahead and correct me if I'm wrong. No, you're right. You are right. But they were specifically a confessional with Julie saying I'm on board with this. I can't tell Jake that D is also going to write Drew's name down because oh. he can't know that we're still working together. That's right. So you're not wrong. Yes. But she didn't know that the motion was our, it was already there happening. Yeah. Drew and right. Jake's just jumping on board right. thinking he's, he's actually leading the charge. Yes. Yeah. I And he's not like, obviously he doesn't have all the information. So he's making a very good move based on the information that he has. And if he's just it, behind the eight. He's ball. just behind. If, if he, if it was how he said it, you know, if, D wasn't already on board. This is a good move to try mm-hmm. and force a tie and then convince somebody to come over to your side in front of the jury, mm-hmm. making it out like this is a big move by you. So he just ended up looking like he was on the right side of the numbers. This is like when of, we talked about Bruce when Bruce had that really good idea to trick everyone to think that his idol went with Kelly and it really didn't. And it's like, wow, this is really good. It's too bad Bruce is behind the eight ball and. He immediately gives himself away and nobody, you know, it's it was almost like the same thing. Sure. Like Jake, like they're both like, wow, like on paper, these are good ideas mm-hmm. executed in Jake's case too slow and Bruce's case. Not well. Right. Well, it's like great ideas that weren't executed yeah. correctly or too slowly, you know, whatever, however you want to look at well, it. Well, Jake is Jake is saying that he tried this move before back with the Caleb. Yeah. And if it would have worked back then, you know. He would have been in a much different this position. Would be totally different. It would be totally different. And he was right. Like he said, people would call me crazy for trusting Katura again, but mm-hmm. he really didn't have any other options. And he was right. Katura's best option was to do this at this point. Well, and Katura goes and tells D anyways. Yes. Katura goes and tells D anyways. You can't trust Katura you with can't. information. <laughs> yeah. That's what I've learned. Right. And it wouldn't have mattered. I mean, D would have known anyways, but. <sighs> Yeah, poor Jake. He's really trying so hard. And I love him. I love his heart. I love how hard he's playing. I just... Mary's a big Jake fan. I am a big Jake fan. At this point, I would really love if Jake won the season. That would make it one of my favorite seasons. Probably. I got to point out, we're down to the final five, Mary. Three of the five lawyers. It's true. What if we have an all-lawyer final three? And it's like the most intense final travel council ever. Because we have to be like, objection! You know, like, <laughs> like we everyone comes out in the open... Uh, Jake's like, everyone knows I'm a lawyer. And Katura goes, actually, I am also a lawyer. What? What? No way. And then Julie goes, also, I'm a lawyer. What? No I mean, way. Everybody and then they that. feel safe about saying things like objection, overruled, you know, like things that they wouldn't even say because that's like what a judge says is overruled. Yeah. But they would still say it anyways. And it'd be funny. It'd be and I'm here for chaos. Somebody messaged, messaged me this week and they said, Emily's gone. That's who I was rooting for. Who should I root for? And I said, chaos. Always root for chaos. <laughs> when your favorite goes, just root for chaos. I'm rooting for Jake. It's like when you watch the NFL and your team either doesn't make the playoffs or doesn't make the Super Bowl. Root for chaos. What is the most chaotic result? That's what I want. If you're rooting for Emily and no one's left that you like, chaos. And I want chaos. I want objections. I want overrules. I want evidence. I present evidence A and Jeff has to like bring it out, <laughs> you know, and put and show the jury 
like here's a photo of me doing whatever oh it was. Oh my gosh. You know, I that's what I want. Right. Why not? They already changed the final tribal format. This should be a one time exception. We've never had all lawyers <laughs> in the final three before. Let's do a, a lawyer style, a courtroom style. I don't think we're going to get lawyers in the final three again, but. I thought that bit would be funny. I actually don't think it would be anything like that, of course. Of course not. Okay. So Drew says, since the merge has happened, I've been controlling everything. Mm-hmm. Ugh, it was so obvious. I mean, they were. Yeah. There was, they didn't even give us like a fake vote off tonight. They weren't like, maybe we should actually do Jake. Nothing like that. Tonight. No. No. It felt very heavily Drew. I gotta say though, Jake is now guaranteed safety at Final Five. Yeah, it's the only time he can play the idol. Right, I know. So that's what Katura I think. So. has to go, or Ariba has to go. Mm-hmm. Could Jake idol out D? Mm, that would be huge. that would be so cool. That would be like the Jesse, like oh, the whole time we thought it was Jesse, and yeah. no, he goes out. Well, Although, D could go out. We have D has next time on Survivor immunity. Why? Because Katura said we got to get D out now to Julie. Which uh, is the wrong person to be talking to about yeah. getting D out. But the show's been trying to upset a lot of the things that we assumed were true so far. So I don't want to get I don't want to get too heavy because this is what happened during 43 where like Gabler has no shot at winning and we looked like complete fools as we went all in on <laughs> Jesse and Carla. Okay. I, I would I'm not be tr- down for it. I think D would be a boring winner. Not yes. D it would not be, be exciting because it it's been be seen from miles away. Yes. Yes. I know what you so mean. So I would be totally down for that. Yeah. No, if Jake gets out D, it's like, whoa, chaos. Yes. That's what we're all rooting for, by the way. It's chaos. And that would do it, Jake. Do it, Jake. That would almost guarantee Jake a win, except chaos, chaos. If he gets D out, she would vote for Austin at the end. Which she would vote for Julie. End, yeah. yeah. So that's the question. Because Julie's at the end, D votes for Julie. Austin's mm-hmm. at the end, she votes for He's not getting D's vote. Right. Which D's only one vote, but. Sure. I can sure. see her persuading the, it, the jury. Here's the thing. If Jake. Can Idle allowed D at Final Five? I'm kind of excited by this idea. The, can Idle allowed D at Final Five? Mm-hmm. You got to bring Julie to the end, not Austin. Julie will not get a vote from Drew. Right. Drew will not vote for Julie. But he probably would vote for Austin. But yeah. But he might vote. Yeah, he voted. He would vote for Austin. Mm-hmm. I think because Austin still vote with him to the end. Why would he? Why would he? Right. He likes Austin. Yes. They're friends. There's no reason not to vote for Austin. He would vote for Austin. And Austin also gets D in this mm-hmm. scenario. So you have to idle out D and then remove Austin at fire hmm. or idle out Austin, remove D at fire. But I feel like it's a little bit more risky. Yeah, I would definitely go for D first. Yeah. Well, because we know everything. Because we know. Yeah, we've seen the edit. Yes. <laughs> they don't know everything. And D's been shown to be this mastermind at this point. And it's mm-hmm. like, get chaos, chaos, chaos. I'm afraid though chaos might lead to a Katura win. And that would be kind of. Oh, I mean, well, it would be, be like funny a... in the moment. I'm not sure if that would be a satisfying winner. Yeah, not really. Neither Sorry, would Julie Tara. winning for me be satisfying. It would also be very confusing since Julie's backstory was shoved into a secret scene. Yeah, well, I think Julie winning would be super confusing. I know they keep saying that she's a threat and everything, but we honestly, we just have not seen I anything. See I've seen Katura try to do more than Julie, I think. Yeah. So that's that's neither here nor there, but I would be totally down for Jake. Idling out D. That would be so cool. This is what the comments need to be. Chaos. People just need to comment chaos. Chaos lets me know what who what what I mean, we're all like, oh, is D gonna win? Let's all root for chaos. Mm-hmm. We should have a week of rooting for chaos. Tell everyone you know. They're like, oh, oh, could D win? No, I want chaos to win. I don't care who it is, as long as not D for chaos purposes, anyways. So Katura tells D, uh, obviously, because Jay can't trust nobody. Uh, though, to be fair, Jake did the same thing to Bruce. So Jake's not like 
Yeah. And sure. Jake's not like a bastion of perfection or anything. Drew says he's controlling everything since the merge. Dee struggles, though, with whether to tell Austin or not. Clearly, she decided not to. Yes. And I knew this was going to be important because we saw Austin in the exact same position last week. Mm-hmm. Austin went with his feelings over logic. And it screwed him over screwed on what he wanted him. to do. Yep. And Dee went with logic over feelings and got what she wanted. So just another clear point for Dee as far as winner, because that it was the right it was the right move. Now, it was the right move if you want to win a million dollars. Is it the right move if you want a boyfriend? Probably not. But Austin's so chill. Either he probably way. Would forgive her. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm pretty sure Austin will understand and be able to look past it. This is not like a Lex Boston Rob scenario where like. Lex will never forgive. Like even Mary, as of like, I think it was a year or two ago, I listened to an interview with Lex. He still hasn't forgiven Boston Rob from what happened in all stars, which is 2004. So we're talking 18 years of not forgiving him, yeah, which that, is wild, yes. by the way, mm-hmm. considering it was just a game move that happened. And I know they were friends beforehand, but like what I'm saying is that Austin is not Lex. No, no, <laughs> he's definitely a different personality and also different kind of like. And if D wins <laughs> and she still wants to go with Austin, Austin's like a rich girl wants to go with me. Oh, who's hotter than me because he that's why he D thinks. is a step above. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying she isn't. I'm just saying that that's how he views her. So he's like, D is so hot and she has a million dollars and she wants to go out with me still. Mm-hmm. Austin's going out with her. It's true. I would be surprised if they're not dating. We find out they're they're not dating after the show. So I don't think either of them have said anything because they're both still on the show. I don't think they're allowed to. Mm-hmm. Whereas like Matt and Franny was so obvious. And like, I think as soon as one of them got voted off, they like, yeah, we're still dating, obviously. So, but none of these people have voted off. So none of them can confirm in exit interviews whether they're still oh, dating. So we'll find out next week. Hopefully. I hope they are. Yeah. No, I mean, I hope it's worked out. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, we'll see. All right. So <laughs> uh, I really don't have anything at, for tribal council. I mean, like it was a bunch of verbal nothing for me. Do you have what, you didn't of love Drew's limbo analogy? Drew and... came into the season prepared for what he thought Jeff wanted, <laughs> yes. but he didn't know Jeff moved away from the analogies after like 43. Well, we've still heard all of them. So is he wrong? But these aren't Jeff forced analogies. It's true. They're not Jeff yeah. forced because he's just making them all up on his own. He came in to his inner in his mm-hmm. video. He said, don't worry. Pick me to be on Survivor yeah. because I have a bunch of analogies yeah. and they're like, done. Do I have so board. many analogies. And this is back before Survivor realized everyone was already annoyed by the analogies. So like, you're obviously on the show, Drew. That's right. what you're looking for. Analogies and white collar jobs. All right. So I really got nothing else for Tribal, for real. Besides the fact that Drew's confident. Yeah, I, I was going to bring that up. Drew is the one saying, hey, yeah, I'm looking forward to final three and how to get there and yada, yada. And Julie's like, I'm just trying to get past tonight. And... Drew's the one that goes home. So, you know, sometimes you definitely have to have that overarching view and try to keep in mind, like, all the paths to get to where you're going. Another important comment I thought Dee made tonight was when she said, you know, I think everyone has a final three in mind, but you have to be willing to get there any way you can. And that might not be your final three. And I think that was kind of her hint to Austin. You may not be in my final three. Yeah. Like, I don't know. That's just kind of what I got from because. Jake's going to idle out D and therefore well, they can't be a final three together if that happens. Yes. Chaos. Chaos. I'm just saying she's playing it so smooth right now as far as the things she says, because if anyone thinks they're a final three with her, like, yeah, she's a final three with mm-hmm. me. Oh, no. What if something happens and things might have to change? So um, Austin played his amulet for himself. Yeah. He goes very long winded about it. Jeff's like, who are you playing this for? He says all those words and like Jeff's like, yeah, but who are you like, just tell me who you're playing for. I don't need the whole like. 
You're so impatient. He said like two sentences. <laughs> but it's a lot when you're like getting up and making it. It's like, all right, get to the point. I'm playing this for myself. All right, cool. Like, I don't know. Anyways, uh, I want to mention. So Drew here gets voted off four to two very predictably. Mm-hmm. Like the whole episode made this obvious. Right. That somebody commented last week, Mary. Okay. And they're like, you're so hung up on Katara hating Bruce. It's weird. And I want to ask you, I don't remember her ever talking to did Katara ever talk about that on the show? Was that a secret scene? Because we haven't talked about secret scenes, but I don't remember them all. Uh, I think it wasn't a secret scene. Oh, actually. okay. Because yeah. when this person brought up, I was like, I don't even remember Katara saying anything about that mm-hmm. about Bruce. Her whole storyline just been that she's not really a lawyer. Right. So that was, that was a little weird. All right. So, uh, yeah. Uh, we almost, I almost forgot that. Yeah, Final Five is the new dumb island. You know, the new island where mm-hmm. there's no shelter. Yeah. And the reality is that it's probably so they have some more time to reset the camps in this case the merge camp for the next group that's coming in from 46 they they, they film i think two weeks apart yeah 45 46 i could be wrong i gotta double check but it's like shortened it used to be they used to have a bit more time mm-hmm. but i think it's part of why they do this twist but then they do it for the odd numbers or the even number season two and i'm like that doesn't make any sense well it's not fair to, to one and not the other well why does every season have to be exactly the same in the new era why do we have to do the same twist why can't one season have two tribes one season have three tribes why, why can't we mix that up? I Am I know. being unreasonable? Always. Do we have to do the same twist back to back? Why does that have to be fair? <laughs> Survivor's not fair. All right. So, yeah, next time they're going to be final five and they'll be on the new island and it won't make any difference, though. They are clearly running around at some point looking for something, which I think they do every time as mm-hmm. well. So yeah. it'll probably be an advantage in the immunity challenge if it's yes. the same thing as it's been the last four seasons. Mm-hmm. So look out for that. Uh, all right. So. What's new on Patreon, which, by the way, is free to sign up for. And I have seen all the people who've been signing up for free. And I'm like, awesome. You get to see stuff that other people who are just here on YouTube or on our podcast platforms don't get to see. Just cool. Uh, right now, we're voting for whether the winner of Survivor 45 will get a story video the on Patreon, uh, whether Survivor 45 should get a secrets behind the scenes video. December 29th, Survivor Nicaragua story video is opening up for patrons. So. That's happening. I just posted the Sandra versus Parvati versus Russell story video. It's like an hour and 25 hour, 26 minutes long. All three of the stories into one super story. And then five times Survivor blew our minds. Volume two, because volume one's been very popular. People loved it. And I was like, well, I got to make a volume two now. I asked them for what they wanted and they Mm -hmm. told me. So as you can see on the thumbnail on screen, it's a little bit of a hint as to what will be in that video. And the rise and fall of the owl man was picked this month for a story video. So I'm making that as well. I'm working on that one. All right. Links in the description for Patreon, which is free to sign up for. Okay, Mary secret scenes from last week. I skimmed, but I do not. I really don't know. I saw one. I think one was tree mail. Yes. One is tree mail. <laughs> we, can we just skip the tree mail? Is there anything important in that? No. All right. Tell me about the other two then. Um, the next one is Julie misses home. So again, we get kind of a Julie backstory. Was it, did it have flashbacks? Uh, I didn't make notes that there are any photos. Okay. But uh, she gets her letters from home and goes sits on the beach and rereads them again from that reward challenge that sure. she went on. From last week, yeah. And it just reminds her of who she is and says she's, um, she realizes she has a strength that she's playing this game as a mom and people trust mom. So 
People are going to trust me and I'm going to make my kids proud. Yeah, they're really making, they're really hammering that home, aren't they? Yep. <laughs> Even in secret scenes. And now this one was interesting to me. So episode okay. 11, deleted scene. Um, basically sitting around eating rice. Jake says, you know, the crazy thing about this game is like, I love it, but I think we're all growing and we're going to take things home, you know, out of the game. Except and- tonight, Drew was like, I'm, I don't think I learned. <laughs> When his final he said words, that he hoped that he would learn. Yeah, he hoped yeah. that he would, but like he's like, I don't know if I learned anything. He Anyways, did. go ahead with the. He was scene. in the heat of the moment. The Anyways, so Jake moment. says that you know we're all gonna go home and, and change and take things away from this that we didn't expect, and so then Emily brings up her boyfriend and how she's thinking about she wants to get married to him or whatever. Mm-hmm. You get like videos of Emily and her boyfriend. I'm sorry, what? Yes, videos in a secret scene. In a secret scene of her at her house. Taking a video with her boyfriend, I forget his name, and she's like, hey, whatever his name is. Um, this this time, was a secret scene? Yeah, this time next month, I'm going to be in Fiji. What do you think about that or whatever? Wow. And it was crazy. There was two videos of her. You know why? They couldn't put that in episode one like they would have if, because they set her up as a villain in episode one. That's too hero- That's too oh, much make yeah. you care about her. And that's something right. they probably would have put in episode one. If we were to root for Emily from episode one, but we weren't supposed to root for her. For, well, because we, we wanted a great character arc yeah, yeah. which i of course which we, we like did. more than you being a hero right. immediately I, I don't care that it wasn't in episode one well i'm saying i'm trying to figure out what the natural place for hey i'm going to fiji in a month would be and i think that would be in episode one if they were to do that sure okay that but, makes sense so they kind of threw it in the last episode that they could right for emily in a secret scene like this is well, the last no chance one they could include it videos ever that, well in in survivor 41 i believe tiffany got one Saying, I'm going to Fiji. Oh, really? That's why I'm saying, I'm trying to think okay. the only other time it's happened. And I think it was 41. Gotcha. But I could be wrong. Maybe another season has had that. But I think it was just Tiffany in 41. So I was trying to think when else you would include something like that. Yeah. yeah. It was definitely different. Ends with Emily crying, saying she's so blessed. She was so uh, cheesy to say, but I'm so blessed. I can't wait to go on the island and hate Bruce and, and talk trash. Uh, no, uh, Mary, oh, other people besides Katura hate Bruce, which okay. was in the secret scene, apparently. Okay. No, remember on the boat, Emily's like, oh, pfft, pfft. yeah, she it's the second time hate playing. Him. She's just being logical. <laughs> yeah, I'm just being honest. Yeah. Oh, Emily. So that's all the Great secret things. Oh, yeah. that, that last one. Wow. I uh, a bit blindsided. It's very interesting. Mm-hmm. Blindsided how we had a tree mail one, which you see tree. You go on Survivor CBS YouTube channel. You see one such tree mail. You can skip. Get, don't even need to watch it. Yeah. It's a minute and a half of fluff. But that. Wow. Okay. There's some secret scenes where it's like surprise you. Wow. I'm surprised this wasn't in the show. But then. When would they have included this? Right. Maybe when she got letters from home, but she already got an emotional backstory mm-hmm. during that. So to get two would have been, or to get a really long one, including videos would right. have been insane. Yeah. That would have been crazy. I mean, it's only their time I could think of when they would have, would have included it. So. All right. Let's move on to question of the week. Uh, by the way, is the question going to be related to I, uh, playing with, is going to be related to me terribly singing, which by the way, somebody commented last week and said, I prefer your version to the original. <laughs> And I'm like, you may be the only person who thinks that, by the way. <laughs> I'm so you glad. You might be alone in thinking this. So glad you got some affirmation Hi, yeah. somewhere. All right. What's the question of the week, Mary? I want you to hit me hard with something really hard. Like I went obscure. really obscure for this. Okay. So hopefully it just completely catches you I off guard. So. But again, yeah. knowing you, you'll be like, oh, yeah, of course I know that. Um. Okay. So what season used the font Voodoo House for its oh. buff slash logo? What? This is an American <laughs> season? Yes. The font, voodoo font. You really did get obscure. <laughs> <Yes>. Okay. <laughs> oh, brother. And this is in the logo? Yes, it's in the logo. Um, I don't even know what voodoo font looks like. 
Can I look that up or no? No, just imagine what do you think Voodoo House font know. would look like, and then try Ghost to think. Ghost Island. Of it. That's a good guess, but you're wrong. <laughs> All right, what is it? <laughs> San Juan del Sur. I was not going to guess that. There was no <laughs> way I was guessing that. I just Yay! made. I just made Keith. Yeah, you got me. I just made Keith Nail's video with that, and that, of course, uh, for San Juan del Sur, it's oh, up on Patreon. I sh- and even I didn't look at the logo and think, oh, that's a different font. So sorry, I should have done multiple choice. You give me multiple choice. No, 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 no. I like when you don't give me multiple choice. I okay. want you to get me. But I love when you hit me with obscure. I like the challenge. Mm-hmm. I like to be. I like that. So, anyways, uh, let's move on to TV ratings. Good question, Mary. Uh, TV ratings. So I have them up on screen here. Episode one through episode eleven. Episode eleven being last week, of course. Uh, last week we had four point eight four million viewers been very consistent this season the lowest episode of the season was actually episode seven but we talked about this it was like the republican debate and like some award show that night the whole thing right outside that episode it's been very consistently between 4.8 and 5.2 all season viewer wise like it's just the fluctuations are not it's not like a trend we're not trending up we're not trending down we're trending even keel for the most part which means people are tuning in every week they right. tuned in at the beginning they're tuning in still for the most mm-hmm. part and this does not account for streams on paramount plus people have asked that as far as i know this only counts for uh people who watch live and i think people who watch dvr within the next 24 hours something like that something like that but even then i can't guarantee that i just know people watch live for right. sure so i know that netflix by the way so since we're in tv ratings it's the most appropriate time to bring it up i briefly told you about this before the show started tonight netflix publicly released all of their for the past six months or sorry from january through I think it was January through June, all the streaming numbers for all their shows and movies and whatnot. So you have two seasons of Survivor on Netflix at the time, and they might still be there. I believe Pearl Islands is coming to Netflix soon, by the way. Nice. They have Token Chains and they have Co Wrong on there. And I don't have the numbers in front of me, but I know that Co Wrong, I believe, got like four million more hours watched than really? Token Chains. Even though Token Chains is the superior season, yeah, I think. That's what I, was gonna say. I think if you're on Netflix, though, you see season 18, season 32. I don't know if they, I remember back when they did Kai Gaian and uh, they did Heroes vs. Villains. I mm-hmm. remember them showing Kai Gaian first when you picked the show. Mm-hmm. So it might be Ko Wrong. Maybe Ko Wrong's listed first before Token Chains. So people mm-hmm. just pick the first one that showed yeah. up. And they, I think they do that. They show that you the newer season before you watch an older season. Because when they had David vs. Goliath, they had Micronesia as well. David vs. Goliath is listed first. And so this year they had. So I don't know if they're if they're just doing Pearl Islands next year. That'd be wild because like where's the HD season? They usually do an HD and an SD. Well, I say SD, but like an earlier season, a right. pre a twenty and before season combined with the newer season. So Maybe just Pearl Islands by itself would be a little weird. They're just banking on people really like Pearl Islands because it's a good season. Yeah, I thought that was really interesting that they released those numbers and Korong had more watch time on Netflix than. Token jeans. I hope that I wonder if that's part of the actor strike writer strike deal that they had to release that because Netflix has never, ever wanted to release this. Huh. They've been very cagey about their numbers and all the streamers are. They don't none of them release nothing. The only people you get numbers from are YouTube because you're, you know, that's just the platform. So I'm hoping Paramount Plus one day has to do that. And we can all and I think this would be fascinating. We can all witness what seasons get watched the most on. There. Yeah. And obviously there's going to be bias towards what recently just came out. People watch. But I want to know, like, okay, we're years past 41 mm-hmm. and Winners at War. And, oh, I don't even want to say it. The season in between Edge of Extinction and Winners at War. <laughs> Edge of Extinction, you know, 
Danvers, I want to know, like, all right, what has staying power? Where are people going back to and watching? Heroes versus villains, obviously. But I'm hoping that because of this, Paramount Plus has to do something similar. I want to see cool. the numbers for every season. Yeah, that'd be interesting. Because Netflix listed it season by season. It wasn't the whole show. It wasn't like Stranger Things, all four seasons. It was Stranger Things, season one, two, three, right. four separated. As it should be. Yeah. Yeah. And I want, I'm, I, I, I don't know if anyone else who's listening would be interested in that, but you can look up the Netflix one right now. It's, it's not like hidden at all. You just Google it. It just came out a few days ago and you download it as like a Excel sheet or something like that. So it's very easy to parse through mm-hmm. uh, the Netflix one. So I'm hoping Paramount Plus has to do something similar because I want to see. Also, it'd be interesting to see Amazing Race and the other shows they have on there. Uh, the horrible big brother, you know. Yes. <laughs> I was hoping I was getting easy. Ha ha from you, but I guess not. <laughs> <laughs> Reindeer games are on right now, Mary. Are we going to tune in for that? Ha ha. let's move on to winter analysis uh as i said before tomorrow mary myself and rebecca will be joining forces to talk about the remaining five winners and rank all five seasons of the new era uh so comment below how you rank the five seasons because i'm going to look at that and see what the consensus is amongst the people i know we don't know the winner yet but i think we have we mostly have a good idea of how of how we would rank how 45. Go, yeah. I first mean, person to comment, I'm going to steal your rankings and just say that. How about that? I'm just kidding. Wow. All right. First person to comment the ranks. Apparently Mary's stealing yours. I'm okay. just kidding. I, I don't want to know. So tonight we're just going to do a quick top two. Tomorrow we'll do all five. So Mary, who is your number two? My number two is Jake. He's my wild card, as I've stated. And I would re- really, really love to see him win. I feel like he really deserves it. I know that's so like, cheesy to say or whatever because everybody deserves it and everybody's worked really hard but I would just love to see him come from the bottom and be struggling this whole time and as you said possibly play his idol and get D out and just chaos really yeah surprise the jury and just kind of take over the game and get to the end with Katura and Julie and just like win over the jury completely with his I just don't charm. see it I know it's kind of like a fantasy, but, but it's possible. Jake's my number two as well. I want to join in on this bandwagon. Here's why him and D both had their uh, emotional backstory in the same episode. They established very early that we should be rooting for Jake. They didn't wait around until that next last episode to give us the backstory like Austin. In fact, the fact they waited so long on Austin, I feel like it almost kind of hurts him. I mean, it hurts more that Julie and Drew's were in secret scenes. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. I think but. people were going to like Austin no matter what. Sure. But what I'm saying is that Jake's was established so early. Yes. And it's like, I do root for Jake. And why can't Jake be our Gabler right. this season? You know, they've established that we should like Jake. They established Jake wants to do stuff. He doesn't have an opportunity. And sure, he might be Owen here and get go to tri- final tribal and be like, sorry, I tried everything I could and nothing ever worked out. And everybody's like, yeah, it's OK. And nobody votes for him. Or he could finally make a move with this idol. Mm-hmm. Knock out D. Who is who who needs to be knocked out if anybody else wants to win? Yes. And and go on. Yeah. And like, all right, well, I'm sitting next to Julian Katura. Who here likes Julian Katura? You know? Hopefully, if he, all you have to do of that jury of eight is get four votes. Yeah. Depend if if people split, which I think they would if, I think Julie sitting next to Julian Katura, it's gonna be I don't think Katura would get any votes. I think Katura would get who? something. Oh, why not Kelly or Kendra? All the Bella women, the three K women combined. No, Kelly and Kendra would vote for Jake. You think so? Yes. Over Katura? Yes. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure. Uh, 
All right. my guts telling We'll talk about this more in depth tomorrow. We're going to talk through. We do the final five tomorrow. Uh, we'll talk through who we think on the jury will vote for who. So. Mm-hmm. Anyways, Jake for me is also number two, though. I agree with you. Uh, He'd be such a fun winner. A fun s- ending to this season. Subjectively, it would be fun. Objectively, I struggle to see how he would win in a final tribal is my struggle. I'm like, mm-hmm. but he's number two because I'm not, I don't like, I don't, not that I don't like, but like Austin, Julie and Katura, I'm like, how am I going to sit here and try to pitch them as the winners either? Everyone here is just a slave to D, <laughs> you know, basically everyone here is at D's will. Her minions. Yes. D needs somebody to make a power move to get her out. Either a beat her in fire or B knock her out at final five. And I don't see the final five one happening unless it's Jake's idol. I'm just afraid because we had this whole banter between Austin and D about who's going to win between them next time. Because mm-hmm. they're really the only competitors for immunity. Oh, you think D's going to win immunity? I think oh, she's going to win immunity. Oh, no. That would totally mess up our chaos. Yeah. Oh. Unfortunately, and then Jake would have to use his idol to get on Austin. And Yeah. I'm not anti-D, by the way. I'm just pro-chaos, I guess. That's yeah. why Gabler winning was so funny. It was funny. Yeah. I mean, Katura winning would be funny. It just would be less sass. I mean, the most chaotic win right now is definitely Jake winning somehow. Yes. <laughs> and every everybody's gonna like go 2020 vision and be like ah see i knew it was jake the whole time because <laughs> when nobody's really been like that pro jake for winning even though subjectively we like jake i don't think any of us subject even though we have him ranked at number two it's not because i think he's some like strong contender it's just like there's a mile between him and d a mile because for us both of our number one i'm sure is right it's d yes it's d yeah so d why does d win well how does why doesn't d win at this point they like the show has just like at any point they can paint her positively. Right. When has D ever been painted it's negatively? It's really been the D show. Yeah. I mean, this whole time. Her, the one time that we saw her do something kind of stupid and we both were like, why did she do that? Was when she threw that vote on Sifu. And Jay Maya ended up jumping on the grenade. Yeah. So, I mean, other than that one time, she's played a perfect game that we've seen. Well, if D, here's the thing. If D gets the final three, and she gets every jury vote. She's only one vote shy of a perfect game right now. Right. I got to double check that because I think she only has one vote against her. So she would actually statistically getting if she got every vote at the end, be one vote shy of a perfect game. And that's Gabler actually is the last person to do that. It was that recent. But the last person to have a perfect game, you know, it's been since season 26. Mm-hmm. So we're still not going to get that unless I think who is on. I think Katur's at the moment. still Katur or Austin could get. Oh my gosh, could you imagine if Katur gets final three and gets every single vote? That would be and plays of the oh my. first ever perfect game in what 19 seasons? Holy crap. Yeah. I don't see Austin somehow pulling this off, but Katur pulling off would be wild. I mean, I'd have to give her all the credit. I'd be like, I did not see it. I am so sorry. You know, you hating Bruce was a great I mean, that was a secret scene, but you know, it was a great strategy. I didn't think about it. The, we'll all be like the hating somebody strategy. It's it's, it's new. But right. not really because Sandra did it. <laughs> the hating someone. Sandra did it with fair play. And then Russell, it was, it's a classic strategy. It's the Sandra <laughs> strategy. We've been overlooking it. Hate somebody okay. relentlessly. Just go in picking a fight. Just yeah. go in and pick That's a fight. That's a great strategy. Well, it worked for Sandra, but she picked fights with people that everybody else didn't like. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And to be fair, think about it. Who else liked Bruce? Maybe I'm talking myself in guitar all of a sudden. Who else liked Bruce? Nobody really. Bruce was the Russell or fair play of the season, I guess. I guess. And Katura was our Sandra, and we overlooked it this whole time. Right. People are going to be like, Katura didn't deserve to win. I'm going to be over here having to defend her win when I make a winner story for her, I guess. Right. So anyways, Dee's going to win, I think. Uh, it would just be funny if she didn't. 
Right. True. Well, I mean, again, I would not be mad if D won. It's no. been predictable is all. Yeah. We've talked about how we don't necessarily like when it's too predictable, but at the same time, you want to be able to see the winner. So it's sure. like, should be balanced. It's been fair. I think when we're balanced. podcasting week to week, we want more unpredictableness. But when we binge a season and it's a predictable winner, it's fine. Yeah. Because you just blow through it. Mm-hmm. That's true. And it is satisfying to see somebody win who's really worked hard at the game. Like she's won immunity challenges. She's doing really well at strategy. She is likable. She would be a good winner. When was the last time we had a woman winner who was also dominant? It's, I don't know if Marianne ever qualified as dominant. Mm, so I'm trying to think before. Yeah. I, don't, I mean, Marianne played a good game. She earned her win for sure. Dominant is not how I would describe her. Erica was not dominant. So I'm trying to think last time we had a woman winner who was dominant. Was it Kim Spradlin in One World? Has it been that long? No. Anyways, comment below, people. Let me know last time we had a dominant woman winner. Dominate is the key. Not just a woman winner, a dominant. Because mm-hmm. Michelle Fitzgerald and Th- Co. Wrong, no. I don't want to go through walk through every season and spoil it out loud. But yeah, so just let me know. I would be very curious next time everybody considers what a dominant female winner was. Right. It's been, it's been a long time is my point. If D wins, so. Anyways, tomorrow we're going to get really in depth. We'll talk about all five and like realistically analyze everybody's chances with this jury. Like, okay, can you slip to final three? Because three people here have to reach there out of five. Yeah. So like while we're saying D's going to win. okay, but like what other two people she's sitting next to and do they have a chance that we're overlooking Mm -hmm. and we're going to rank the new era seasons. Okay. Oh, and also sometime tomorrow uh, or sometime today. Sorry. Today, when you're listening to this this is the day of releasing it on YouTube. I'm going to post on the community tab questions for you to ask us that we can answer about the winners or about the players left. If you see it, great. But let's move on to your all's questions I did ask for on YouTube. Uh, you ready, Mary? I'm ready. First question from Pancake. Can Jake still realistically build a winning case? Yes. How so? That's what he asked. Or they asked. I don't know who Pancake is. <laughs> um. Well, in my opinion, I think he his winning case will be I've been on the bottom this whole time and I've kept my cool. I've kept my positive attitude. I've kept playing hard as hard as I could. You know, I found this idol. I try to orchestrate the drew move. You know, he just needs to be upfront and honest about his gameplay. But you can't rely too much on that because it hasn't been great. Mm-hmm. As we've seen, I think he really needs to rely on the fact that he really kept cool under pressure and was on the bottom this whole time, but still managed to always turn it around and yeah. stay in the game. Okay. Well, next question from Wayward Willard. If D makes it to final three, is there any combination of people she sits next to where she doesn't win? I guess, Mary, what's worst case scenario for her at final three right now? Austin. Julie. I, yeah, I yeah. guess Julie. That would be the worst case scenario. Because the only her. guaranteed vote she has on the jury is who? Because Austin and Julie right now are locked for her if right. you can send them to the jury. Austin and Julie would both vote for her if she was at the final and they were on the jury. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so you're missing out on two votes. And would Austin and, and Julie Ju- be able to steal some of the moves Austin you made? Because, vote. Yeah, Austin would get Drew's mm-hmm. vote. And they they just all worked so tightly together and made moves together. So it's really hard to differentiate between, okay, so who really made the move mm-hmm. in the Reba 4? I think it is kind of obvious that Dee's been running it, but you never know. I mean, Julie could be like, Dee and I had a, an alliance day one. Julie gets credit for Emily's blind side right. that we talked about I earlier. I took out Emily. Yep. Whatever. I, those are probably her strongest competitors That's at this her point. worst situation right yeah. now. And even that's not too bad. But I know I, I think there's a way... 
where that like sure maybe D still wins, but I think that's her toughest road to victory. Yeah. Is knocking out Jake and Katura and going to the end with Julie and Austin. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So that's that's the combination wayward that we think that would be hardest. All right. Zeb Hillard says Jake, Jake, as a public defender, he's got to be good at closing statements and swinging opinions. And he's safe to file four now with his idol. Does he have a chance? Oh, yeah, win? he definitely has. Like he's our number two for a reason. Yeah. If he can get D out, I really think he Chaos. has a really good chance. You know, we're, we know he's safe next week for the first vote. And then, you know, either through making fire or whatever, if he can make fire and win, that's a really good thing to add to your resume worst case for jake is that d wins both of the next immunities yes because if d wins the next two immunities final tribals will cakewalk yeah yeah Yeah. like he needs an opportunity to take her out either at five or at four Mm -hmm. at fire yeah i agree and you're right with the way she talked to austin it kind of was like uh maybe it was foreshadowing that she wins a battle between the two of them Mm -hmm. oh brother all right brian asks Imagine the three lawyers in the final three courtroom finale. You know, I read this comment. That's what inspired my joke earlier. So oh. Brian gets credit for my <laughs> my silly antics earlier. Thank I you, thought Brian. you were inspired by Phoenix Wright. Uh, yes. Also, I was thinking about the insanity <laughs> of the Phoenix Wright games, which are great games. Also, uh, Apollo. They're making the Apollo. For those who don't even know who like Phoenix Wright, Apollo Justice also is getting his games updated as well. Okay. Hayden asks, is Austin replacing Xander as the former chubby kid? turned hot 20 something on survivor it's very similar who's hotter mary austin or xander i don't remember what xander looks okay like. all right that's fine but we know oh trust me when i asked mary earlier she's like austin all right so yuki if jake idles out d and julie oh if jake idles out d and julie loses fire does he win unanimously, unanimously. if julie i guess if julie loses fire to jake let's say that because if julie sure. loses fire to jake and he idles out d I don't think unanimously. I think Austin. In this situation would is still, against Austin Katura. Yeah, I think Austin would still get a vote or two. But Austin I would think, get D and uh, Julie and Drew's votes. That's three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think Austin gets all the Reba votes if he's in the final three next right. to Jake and Katura. So no, not unanimously. But no. he still has a good chance of winning. I think he could be. I think he has an okay chance, but that is three votes out of eight. He would need. Pretty much every remaining vote at that point. Right. And we already established, like, does he get Bruce's vote? I mean, maybe Bruce votes for Austin over, I don't know. Maybe Bruce stays Bella strong at the end of the day. Maybe, maybe. Bruce isn't that salty and stays Bella strong. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, Silent Storm asks, do you think Austin will still trust D after tonight? Hmm. Yes, because he's in love. Weldon asks, where did the helicopter pilot go on the span spit while they were eating? Sand spit? The sand spit. Yes, he was in the helicopter. Did you see him? No. Okay. Uh, Michael asks, how old is Sammy from Survivor 43? <laughs> 19. He's only 19. <laughs> and you better believe, by the way, I've already scheduled a post for his next birthday in October of next year. Reminding everybody that it's his birthday, but he is only 19, which yes. I didn't know, by the way, before I made the post. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, because you're hates, I did not know that about. That was, like, why do they hide this stuff from us? Right. All right. Uh, BJ Rue asks, return of good rewards. So do we think this was the return of good rewards? I think this is the return of a convenient helicopter. They had. <laughs> <laughs> it was better. Like we said, we're glad that they didn't just go to the sanctuary. Yeah. Where good things happen. Yes. Yeah, so it was something different. <laughs> what so, if Jeff said, you're going to Sandspit where sunburns happen? I mean, just the name Sandspit is 
Mary I know that's the like technical the term, but I'm just like that. Mary okay. was not a fan of the name when he said she's like sans isn't like a sans sir or something. I like thought that? it was called a sans spur. Spur. But that's that's not that's something else. No, okay. Well, that's hey, it's probably one of our shortest podcasts this season. There wasn't as much to talk about tonight. But tomorrow, as I said before, we'll go in fully in depth, me, Rebecca, and Mary, final five and ranking the season. So we thank you all for listening. We will be back for the finale next week where there'll be tons to talk about. And Mary, we're going to get our preview for Survivor 46 next week. Nice. Will it contain anything of value? Probably not. (laughs) Maybe we'll get like a good joke out of it. Do you remember in the Survivor 45 preview where Brandon, who couldn't climb a ladder this season, told us his grandparents robbed a bank? Yes. Wow. His grandparents are cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? <laughs> it's funnier in retrospect realizing that's the guy who said his grandparents dropped the bank. The guy who couldn't climb the ladder. You better believe if I ever make a video about Lulu, that's going in there. It has to. It has to. Yes, like, yes. The moment he can't climb the ladder. This is a preview because I might do this. Cut immediately to that. That confessional of him going. My grandparents robbed the bank as he with footage of him not being able to climb the ladder. Right. And Brandon, by the way, on social media has been so, so he's been taking it in stride. Mm-hmm. All the jokes. And in yeah. fact, he even commented on the video where I talked about Lulu in a short segment a few weeks ago on the five times survivor blow our minds. So he's fully on board. Oh. So I think he'll find that hilarious. Yes. is what I'm saying. He's a, he's a chill. He's dude. a good sport. Yeah. yeah about his, cause it's like, it's, I think it's better to go out when he did in what second or third. And but be known like you're still known. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're you're known for funny reasons, but like you didn't quit, you know, right. You went out and you you did terribly. But like, we'll never forget Brandon. Yeah, we can't. It's true. Yeah. And him being a good sport about it makes it even better. So anyways, uh, yeah, that's it for this week's podcast. We thank you all for listening. I'll see you all next time. Bye. Bye.